On this episode of Keeping It Real, let's get real. Happy Friday, my little crystals. It's a great day to be alive. We were walking, we were talking, we were breathing. And if you're lucky enough, you have hot water. It's Friday. We made it through the week. Let's dive right into it. Typically on Fridays, I do horoscope forecasts, but I wanted to switch things up again because I know I've been in this big transition of moving and I haven't really been being able to do the daily podcast. So this week I'm kind of just flowing and then next week I'm going to pick it back up. A lot of emotions for TE has been surfacing, coming into my own space again and taking time to be in my own energy. When is enough enough? All my energy work I do, grief counseling, client sessions, ECF. I've been on this journey to pursue the meaning of enough for a long time. And I wish I could throw a bunch of statistics at you all in science. And unfortunately, that's not what this is about. I think... I want to share my story of how I started to understand what enough means to me. Growing up thinking about my childhood, one thing I always loved doing, especially with my mom and my sisters, was arts and crafts, I used to say, because I had a speech impediment. But I always loved arts and crafts. And I can even think of when my mom went into my first like kindergarten class to see like the assessment how I've been doing the teacher asked her what turkey she thought was mine what turkey I painted and my mom said she looked at all the turkeys and all the turkeys were colored outside the lines all crazy and then she said yours I knew right away because it was patterned it was Blue, orange, green, blue, orange, green, all in the color lines. And that's how she knew. The teacher said, yep, that is your son's. Thinking about this, I remember growing up, getting a little older, and just thinking about my routine, getting into an elite gymnast program. It was really pretty much school, homework, gymnastics, repeat. And during those low times, I would just actually paint or draw It was like that one space for me to really let go and not care, not thinking anything of it. I was just very passionate about creating in any facet. Very, very passionate about art, color, and very passionate about gymnastics. That's what I love doing. Getting older, going into middle school, high school, we all get picked on. This is not a victim story, but getting picked on and being called gay, it haunted me for life. I feel like even up to now, I'm still processing a lot of this as an adult. And throughout high school and going into college, seeing my best friends have relationships and boyfriends, I started thinking in my head that I'm going to be more talented. I'm just going to do a bunch of things and show my talent and my talents are going to 
get the approval of guys and then I'll have a boyfriend. I'll, I'll find somebody. And it worked. My talents got me my boyfriend. I remember cheering for FAU and there was this kid, I'm not going to say his name, but he was so hot. He looked like Taylor Lautner, if I'm saying his name right, from Twilight, the wolf, that dude. And he was straight. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to bring it onto every game that he comes to, the football games, and flip around and show off my talent. So he approves me. And it worked. But he had to go through his own issues of coming out, whatever. Long story short, it started coming into and bleeding after college into every aspect of my life, feeling that my talents are the only way to get approval. Even being a medium, that was instantly fans, popularity. Don't get me wrong, I love connecting. But with all this popularity comes the perks, and the perks took everything. I took every chance I had, no matter what it was, I would go after and do it. I remember launching in 2016 TE and I totally forgot about my love for cheerleading, my love for, I don't want to say art because that's what I was really doing when I first started, but it was even the whole aspect of doing art for me. I didn't. In 2016, I did all private art. I never painted one piece for me or not even for myself, just whatever emotion I was emoting to just paint, just to paint. I I wasn't. I was doing it all for others. I started to equate that enough meant that I am successful and I am for fame. If I have fame and success, that means I'm enough. Even when I was living in L.A., I promised myself I wasn't going to go back until I had enough. Yet, I was really alone, very lonely, and my motto back then was, God, break me. Break me and make me the man I'm supposed to be. And boy, did I get thrown to pick up all these pieces (laughs) to be the man I always wanted. He was already here. I, I don't know why I was even equating the man piece of thinking I wasn't a man. Like, Tino, you have two balls and a dick. You're totally a guy. Like, there's nothing in between that. You're a guy. You're a man. Doesn't mean that you have to be into girls to be a man. You're a man. But I didn't know this at the time. So that was my motto. And I remember getting the biggest scare in my life. I was in LA and I was modeling. I was also trimming weed up in Northern California. That's another story for another day because that's a, that's a wild one. But I was doing a lot of just self-exploration and putting myself out there I started to get critiqued. I remember going to casting calls and they didn't like my teeth. They didn't like that I was too loud. They were picking apart who I was to the point where I started to pick apart myself. 
how can I make myself more beautiful? How can I present myself or be presentable in front of an audience? Then I started doing all of that. I started making myself really beautiful. Then I started getting people asking me, you know, where'd you get your lips done? Um, your teeth are so nice. Are those real? How do you stay so fit? What's your workout routine? I love those abs. How do you have an eight pack? Did these things make me more beautiful? Probably. But another problem came along because I had this all. I was the looks, I had the talent, but I, I wasn't happy. I still wasn't happy. It still wasn't enough. I still wanted more. And I didn't know why. I was like, why am I never happy? Everyone seems so happy around me. People that don't even make the same of what I'm making or have what I have or look the way that I look. How are they happy? And I'm not. So what did I do? What we're all taught to do in America, work harder. Let me push myself. So what happened? The hustle and bustle. I kept myself so busy that I was doing and going after anything and everything to make me feel like I was enough. I was willing to sacrifice myself, family, friends, people, places, things, everything, if that means fame, if that means success. Because, hey, if I do that, then I'm enough. One day, this one day I'll never forget, really completely changed my mindset. There was a family emergency and my family at this time, because I was working so much, I never went to like birthday events or holiday events. I really never even knew the dates. I was, every day was just the day I was in. I didn't think if it was a Friday, it was just a day. If it was a weekend, it was a day. I was even booking people on holidays because, again, didn't even think about anything other than that moment. So immersed in it. But there was a family emergency, and my mom was like, just get here. I don't want you to regret it, just get here. So I got there, and we're all sitting down, and I just broke down. I remember, even before, actually, it was like so, it was like kind of gray outside, and I was driving. When I was driving, I was coming over the cute bridge and I was noticing everything that I never noticed before, how much the bridge has changed, how much more infrastructure and new buildings and apartments and houses that I was like really taken back. Like, why didn't I notice this before? Why was I not able to see this? And Anywho, I just remember coming home and the family was like, why do you feel like you can never come to these events? Like, you need to come. You, you, we want you here. And I just remember breaking down and saying, I'm sorry, I, I'm not good enough. You know, I can't afford to buy mommy and you girls a house yet or a car. And I remember my mom turned to me and she started to cry and she said, T, we don't need any of that. You already are enough. We just want you. We just want you here. And it was really the first time that 
I was content. I started to realize why have I been running away from what makes me me and what really is enough. All of these emotions flooding through, I started to question when was the last time I felt this way? When, when was the last time I felt content like this? And all of these visions started coming, me painting without a care, me singing in my bedroom, my heart out, me spending time with my, my, my sisters and my mom and my nephews and just being, we're goofballs, we're loud, we're crazy. I was missing all of these beautiful things to chase something that is breakable. I was at a point where I would pay the price for whatever I was chasing. From all of this, where I stand now, what I think enough is or mean means, I feel probably enough will never be enough. Because after today, I will still have to work. I will still have to be ambitious. But I learned two things from my own story. Take it easy and take it slow. I'm not saying or advising to give up on your dream. I'm not saying don't take the time and energy to put that effort towards your goal. It is never too late to start, but also it's never too soon to sit back and sometimes relax. Don't be so hard on yourself. Don't fall victim to peer pressure. Don't let other people decide the definition of enough. You have to be the one. If you're tired, take a rest. If you're sad, talk to somebody. Love yourself enough. We never love ourselves enough, right? Take a look behind to see what you have left. Even if you don't like it, it made you who you are today. So please remember my little crystals, my TLCs, where you came from. Because once it's gone, you can have more than enough, but you'll never be whole. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you have any thoughts, please share below or DM me. You can follow me at all social networks at Thomas Edward with two Ds because two is better than one. And my podcast social is Keith, like Grinder Keith, keeping it real. Make it a great day.